0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com
2: slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan.
3: Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash The Fan.
1: it's five o'clock five o'clock
4: one step closer to my own personal health
1: this is
0: prime time on sports radio 1080 the fan we expect the best we're not afraid to break someone do you hear me prime time is your source for the best in local regional and
1: national sports go ahead and clap Mediocrity deserves applause.
0: Isaac Roth. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sicanich. I'm a dude. Laying a dude. Disguised as another dude. Prime time on 1080. The
3: Fan. All
2: right. Welcome back. everybody having a nice little Wednesday. It's your sports bros, Roth and Souk. We are back from vacation. Yeah. Uh, and if you're just now tuning in, shame on you. You've already missed uh, quality content from not only today, but yesterday as well. Yeah. We were back yesterday.
3: And yesterday, we were fantastic. Today? <laughs>
2: really yeah, good. we all all right. Yeah. You know uh Schulte is here uh I assume out of nowhere within the next probably hour to hour and a half he will have another uh platform <laughs> that he would like to so far we yeah, we've give had his opinions on so
3: far we've had uh fat representation uh, uh he's he uh, chubby chubby isn't chubby just a nice word for fat i mean uh maybe uh, hmm. uh I is think... there a, there's a difference
1: let's okay yes let, there there's there there were no slim thick guys. Or Native Americans, or, or I mean, slim thick is that now the is that, that's is a that like fi- a size?
3: That's a female term, but I'm trying yeah. to it, quantify yeah. it
1: for Suk is having trouble coming up with a descriptor. Yeah. So, so sorry, slim my thick. opinionated okay. <laughs> booty over here continues. Slim thick,
3: yeah, he had a hot, slim thick take on the Barbie movie, uh, bottled water takes, uh, ocean trash via uh, trash. disgusting, disgusting fisherman, fisherman trash. trash. And uh, he's, he's, Schultz, he brings the heat.
2: There's another one coming, and I can't oh, wait. Oh, guaranteed. Absolutely cannot wait. Yeah. I get annoyed super easy, and I'm sorry. No, I, I just I what, lean into
3: what, it. What, you? No. <laughs> Never.
2: No. All right, we've got viral video. So you were talking about the Vegas. This
3: is the best thing you'll see all
2: day. Viral video. <laughs> well, have you seen the Ian Ziering motorcycle gang video?
3: Can we? Yeah, that needs to be discussed as well, because 90210 slash <laughs> Sharknado, sharknado uh, great, Ian Ziering was attacked by... Mini-bikers. <laughs> what appeared to be a motorcycle gang. Well, actually, was a will- It was, a fat, it was will, a fat woman on a mini-bike.
2: The headlines will tell you it was a motorcycle gang. It looked more like-, <laughs>
3: like A Shriners convention. Yeah. When it, I heard that he was attacked by bikers, I was like, oh boy. Like the Hells Angels or like the Mongols- like, someone beat it's him down. It's definitely not that. And then you see it, and you're like, what?
2: He basically takes on five of them. Anyway, <laughs> you were talking about the Vegas video being the viral video of the day. I think the Ian Zeering video is the viral video of the day. It's pretty good. We must discuss. Yeah. And we will do that in the 6 o'clock hour. Also, how to tell your kids they're fat.
3: Oh, we're, we're back
2: to that. Or chubby. Yeah. Or slim thick. <laughs> um, We'll get
3: to that. Boy, that's a delicate dance, right? Yeah. <laughs> the doctor always told me that he would like to see my weight plateau. I heard a lot.
1: (laughs) I I would already, I'm going to preview this. I would say it's similar to how you tell your kids they suck at sports, but, you know, I digress. (laughs) Well, you don't have to tell them they suck. They'll they'll figure that out, right?
3: No, I don't think they will. No. Uh, No, there's a lot of people that are pretty delusional out there. Uh, Yeah.
2: So your doctor, every time you saw him, he'd (laughs) be like, my God, you're
3: fatter. (laughs) From when I was like eight to like 14 we got a lot of hey just really, come in one time with the same weight we'd really like to see a plateau fatty. yeah there was a lot of that let you let you going to grow into your body and that didn't happen i was doing more of a uh, price's right mountain climber yodeling my way up the up the hill there we didn't plateau for a while
2: this is this guy's right here Schultz, you got to make your own soapbox open
3: yeah, for when you're you're getting ready to lose yeah. it on and something, and then you just
2: fire it off, and then we just we just lay out and let you yeah, go. Yeah.
1: Mm, that's not Schultz's a bad... soapbox. <laughs> it's actually, a good idea.
3: It is weird too about the random things that he feels totally random, so passionate about. Like I didn't
2: know anyone was that passionate about the non-representation of fats. Yeah, not just like fat dudes. Yeah, in Barbie. I couldn't I, believe it. No. I,
3: and that all stemmed and from. And you when made I, me
2: think about it because yeah, I, I watched right. a little
3: bit of Barbie and I was like, well, he's yeah. kind of right. There's one chubby gal, but not a single chubby guy, and Schultze wasn't having anything to do with it.
2: Well, it takes courage,
1: the likes of which Schultze has, to call I, that out on
2: the I
3: radio. i just got to so. avoid
1: getting so mad that I don't cancel
3: myself. So hopefully that never happens. You do have a, a lot of rage in that little Dutch filled body of yours. <laughs> <You're> darn
2: tootin' <laughs> I do. Remember, he's Native American. <laughs> That's true.
3: Yeah.
2: All right, where was I? What's at I, stake in Week 18? I damn it, we're gonna get to one it. of these days. We're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to maybe. it. maybe. And then we got to talk about the Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel beef. Oh yeah, they're beefing.
3: Who would have thought that of all the people that were gonna beef, and to start 2024, it was Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel.
2: Yeah, when I woke up, the, you know, it's always funny when maybe. you do this at, for a job. Like you wake up and you kind of just you're just conditioned to check the. What's going on in sports? Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. All right, what's going on? And I would say it's always something that surprises you. <laughs> like, almost every day. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers hate each other. Yes. I had no idea. No. Now I've done a deep dive into why, and we'll explain it all.
3: Oh, and we've got apologies. we've got the audio. And when there's apologies that have had to, uh, you know, Pat's <laughs> had to apologize. It's, it's a whole thing.
2: Uh, so we'll get to all of that. Right now, it is time for the Hot Five at Five. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, darling, I'm hot today. And hot air.
0: It's time for the Hot Five at Five. That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. i mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food. The most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at Victorico's.com.
3: <laughs> Someone asked on the Vancouver <laughs> 4 text line, is there such thing as an outlaw Number moped five. gang? And I don't know if there is, but there should be. That's who took how, on Ian's earring. How awesome would it be? If like like some of the, the Hells Angels and and uh, like the, you know, the, like the the toughest of the tough, right? The Banditos, like they all broke off and formed a new faction of moped outlaws. And no one would take him seriously because they're on mopeds and then they just beat you senseless. It would be, how terrifying would it be for just the roughest, toughest dudes in the world to just be out there on mopeds? I'm all about this. This needs to happen. Blazers in
2: Dallas tonight. They're catching 11 and a half points, if yep. you like to fade them.
3: They're going back-to-back back on this one.
2: Yeah, first of six straight away from home, so they'll be in Dallas again on Friday and then on to Brooklyn. Am I? Okay, so I famously don't watch the NBA until probably trade deadline or All-Star break. Yes. Um why are the Blazers always hurt? Am I? Is this the new age NBA? Or
3: they have been? Have they just been the entire? Because I was listening
2: to Schultz in his update. He was like, DeAndre Ayton's out. Simon's the game time decision. Dude, I feel like, and again, I have not followed closely, but yeah, they've
3: been hurt. They're all year. hurt. Yes. All of them always, always. It has been a year full of that. Just that, for them or for the league? Well, I mean. You, you can say guys have been – I mean, certain teams have been have battled, but I'm, I'm telling you, Portland has been riddled with what injuries this year. On? Can I well, call them candy asses? Well, and they suck, too. And oh. let's be honest, too, I don't think that like Aiton and some of – like Grant with the concussion, I right. don't think they're necessarily like forcing guys right. back.
2: And that's kind of what I mean. It's like when you're this bad, it's yeah. like, eh.
3: yeah.
2: I'll be back when I feel like it.
3: They have like the third or fourth worst record in the league. <clears throat>
2: The Jags are getting wide receiver Chris Kirk back, and quarterback Trevor Lawrence is practicing ahead of Sunday's game in Tennessee. Now Jacksonville needs this one; they have to win to secure a spot in the playoffs. If they lose, they will need Pittsburgh and Denver to lose. Uh, Lawrence, I looked it up today. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback rating in twelve games with Chris Kirk this season is ninety-four. In four games without him, it's seventy-one. Yikes! Yeah, they've been they've been they're one and three without him. That's not good. But they're expected to get him back.
3: Well, Jacksonville's a weird team, too. There were such high expectations, and it's just kind of... They have not been good. But watch out. Playoff. Playoff, Doug. Playoffs? Well, someone has to win that stupid
2: division, and it's going to be Jacksonville. LSU fires defensive coordinator Matt House. Meanwhile, North Carolina moving on from their defensive coordinator, Gene Chizik.
3: Remember, national championship coach Gene Chizik. And, boy, LSU... I just never thought I'd live to see the day that LSU's defense was that bad.
2: They let Wisconsin.
3: Yeah. Wisconsin of all teams. They scored 31 on them. LSU's defense was atrocious. Score a lot of points, though. Welcome to the Brian Kelly era. Texas wide
2: receiver Xavier Worthy declares for the NFL draft. He is potentially a first-round guy.
3: The, the, The draft is littered with offensive players this year. A lot of quarterbacks, a lot of tackles, a lot of receivers. Uh, Georgia
2: tight end Brock Bowers also declared he's
3: top-ten guy. Yeah.
2: And former Ohio State receiver Julian Fleming is transferring. He has announced he is headed to Penn State.
3: Yeah, he was a guy that they were really counting on. I mean, he's been there for a while. It's just that he's had to play behind, well, every first-round receiver known to man at Ohio State. Yeah, he was the number three overall recruit a couple of years ago. Yeah, a lot of people thought he was going to be the featured guy next year finally, but he says uh, peace out, and he's going to Penn State where they at least have A quarterback, even though he sucks, whereas Ohio State doesn't have any.
2: The Chiefs will rest Patrick Mahomes this week. They are starting Blaine Gabbert against the
3: Chargers. Yeah, they're locked into the three spots. So So I would
2: just like to report to you that it's going to be Blaine Gabbert against Easton Stick. (laughs) Wait, is that his name? Easton? Easton, yes. That's the matchup. Uh,
3: And also this, regardless of what happens with the old Easton Stick Blaine Gabbert, Kansas City, for the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career, will play a road playoff game.
2: Browns are sitting Joe Flacco and other starters. They're locked into the five seed in the AFC. Uh, that means Jeff Driscoll starts for them. No Zach Wilson for the Jets. He has a concussion. No Lamar Jackson for the Ravens. He's going to sit. Carson Wentz will start for the Rams against the Niners. And then Sam Darnold will start for the Niners against the Rams. So we have Wentz Darnold. Gosh. That.
3: You want to talk about some football that you don't need to watch,
2: I'd give you this weekend. Well, yeah. But there is some, there there's is. some big yes. stuff, too. And yes. that's what we'll get to in our next segment. <laughs>
3: Maybe. Maybe. On the you, fan. You've been teasing that for two hours. I think Schultz is asleep. Schultz, did you die? Are you okay? Are you having yeah, like I'm a fine. sugar coma?
1: No, I'm just trying to do four things at once. Sorry. There you go. There we go. You, far stop.
2: you know what my platform is. What? People who try to do four things at once yeah. during a radio
3: show. Don't half-ass multiple things, Schultz. whole-ass one thing. <laughs> Thank Ron, you. Ron Swanson. Merrick Paulson has sold your Portland Thorns.
2: That's right. It's over. Well, it's not over. It's
3: a new beginning. Yeah, it's they're still going to control the team for a little while until the new ownership group can uh, can get enough people to to run it. And he holds on to the Timbers. Yes, but he owns no stake. The the Timbers is a is a full sell. And by the way, it's the most expensive. Yeah, the Thorns. It's the most expensive team ever sold uh, in the uh, National Women's Soccer League. Sixty
2: three million dollars. The price. The new owners are the Bethal family out of California. They are led by Lisa Bathall-Mirage, who will be the controlling owner. Their uh, corporation is Raj Sports. They started uh, in the swimwear business in the 60s. They also have an ownership stake in the Sacramento Kings of NBA fame. Uh, Bathall-Mirage says the Thorns will stay in Portland. They will play at Providence Park through the current lease, which ends in 2035. 20- and they will also get a new Thorns-only training facility in 2035. 20- 25 in just a couple of years and that will be funded by this family.
3: Yeah and, and Paulson had some really nice things to say and remember he, he had committed to selling the team uh, obviously because of the you know the sexual misconduct that had gone on at the the upper levels and he was determined to find a female led group uh, to sell the team to so all of those things are accomplished and it sounds like that he is going to work hand in hand to try to make this as seamless as possible and so kudos to uh, to Merritt Paulson for realizing that he had to do this and, and stepping aside.
2: The hot five at five is brought to you by Victoricos Mexican food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at Victoricos.com. Now I've teased this multiple times today and we have just not been able to do it.
3: And we'll see if we Mainly get to it next. Mainly because of you. But, you know, look, I can take this in a different direction, I promise you. What is at stake in Week 18? The people want to know. People need to know about Easton Stick and Blaine Gabbert, So there for are a sakes. lot of crappy
2: quarterbacks playing, but there are also a lot of very big games. Yes. Actually, more, I think, more than normal in the final week of the NFL season. So we'll get to that next. It's 5.15 on the fam. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
4: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Uh, Jeff Driscoll, Carson Wentz, Nick Mullins, Trevor (laughs) Simeon, Easton Stick, Tyrod Taylor, Sam Howell, Mason Rudolph, Jarrett Stidham. Boy, that's a hell of a lineup. And then he said, more to come. And uh, we can add Tyler Huntley and Sam Darnold. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. The NFL. It's fantastic. And that's not much different than this whole season, it it's, seems like. It's been weird. There's been a lot of backups. In but
3: there. all at once like this, this is uh this will so be a rough weekend. But there's still seven oh, or eight like big games.
2: But this is this is the NFL every weekend. It's there are some games where it's like, what? I'm yeah. not watching that. And then other games, um, super compelling. So Looking at what's at stake, you have four division titles still undecided, Mm -hmm. believe it or not. The AFC East, the AFC South, the NFC East, and the NFC South. Uh, The number two seed in the AFC will be decided by the Bills Dolphins game, which is that's the game of the week. Yeah. Uh,
3: And I think they put that on Sunday night, right? Uh, Did they move that? I'd have to uh, let me take a look for you. That I don't know off the top of my head. Because they have the ability to flex it, I will scroll down and see what we got Sunday night. You are correct. Sunday night football: Buffalo at Miami. Miami wins; they win the division.
2: Yeah, and uh, if the Bills lose, they are in danger of missing the playoffs. Yes, and then the, the Bills win; they win the division. Yeah. So, in the in the number two seed in the AFC could be decided in that game. So then you have in the NFC the number two seed. You still have the Lions, Eagles, and Cowboys all vying for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cowboys and Eagles is very interesting. Philly losing to Arizona was huge. It was it's, because it opens the door for the Cowboys to win the division, and Philly would fall all the way to the five seed.
3: Yeah, if Dallas wins um, this week, they win the division because and they're playing Washington. They're playing Washington, and Washington's playing you know obviously backup quarterbacks. Um, even well, actually
2: Sam Howell is not their backup.
3: Well, but he kind of he kind of is. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Look, benched starter. He's play- They're playing Washington with Rivera, whose ass is fired, and they don't have a quarterback. If Dallas loses to Washington with a chance to, to oh, grab the division... I
2: can't wait to hear this. I mean... Because it's so Dallas-y to lose.
3: My God, fire the coach <laughs> at that point and just, just board the damn thing up. What? You know, like Philadelphia manages to lose to Arizona and giving up 35 points. And you're like, there couldn't be a worse loss for an NFC East team. I give you Dallas at Washington. Yes, there can be. So
2: Philly... I think they're playing are they playing the Giants? They're again? playing the Giants. Yeah. I think
3: Tyrod Taylor's going in that
2: one. And so you have you have five teams in the AFC that have yet to clinch a playoff berth but could. Yeah. And you have six teams in the NFC that are still alive <laughs> vying for a playoff spot. Now, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's some
3: action, man. Yeah, Philly has clinched. They're in
2: the yeah, postseason. Yeah, no, I was just I yeah. was just going down the list of yeah. you still have teams like Pittsburgh and Jacksonville who need to win their games in order to get into the playoffs. Yes. So there's some seeding at stake, but the bigger thing is. You got a lot of seeds uh, or a lot of spots in the playoffs, just spots up for grabs. Yeah. So the Steelers are playing the Ravens. Um, the and the Ravens so, don't need to play anyone; they're locked yeah. in, so they're going to rest. Everybody. sitting, but Pittsburgh needs to win. Yes. Um, to get a to get a wild card spot. Uh, Houston is playing Indy. That one so the Texans, Colts, and Jags all are nine and seven, mm-hmm. and the division title and wild card bursts are up for grabs. So you basically have two games with win and end scenarios right there. Texans, Colts, mm-hmm. and then the Jags who play um the
3: uh Jackson, here. Where'd Jacksonville plays they Tennessee. Ten, that's right. They we just talked the, about yeah, that. they play the Sorrios yeah. Titans.
2: The so Jags need to win. And if they don't win they need the Steelers and Broncos to lose. Broncos, yeah. I, they're not playing for anything. I think they're no, out. they're
3: they're eliminated.
2: Yeah, so I'm not sure why that that was.
3: They are out. The
2: Bucks. Okay, so Tampa plays Carolina. Yep. The Bucks have to win that game in order to win the division. Yes. If they lose that game, the winner of the Falcons and
3: Saints. <laughs> wins the division, yes. Yeah. But then I ask the question: Does anybody really win? <laughs> no one wins, but yes. If Tampa wins, they are they win the division and they get a home playoff game. If they lose, they are out of the yeah, postseason. A home playoff game. Yeah. I'm kind of rooting for for Tampa Bay to lose because <sighs> I I think it would be great. Uh, I I love it when you get uh, like if if Atlanta wins, Atlanta will be a Atlanta will be in and they'll be eight and nine. I'm all about it. I love teams with crappy records finding a way into the and postseason. And they suck. They dude. suck. Like that team. I and they can't, can't decide on their quarterback either, and well, it look, doesn't matter because they're both terrible. The
2: Saints, Bucks, and Falcons all pretty much suck. Yeah. But I would just like to state, and I feel strongly about this, because I watch and bet on the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Falcons are worse than the Saints and Bucks. They all kind of suck. Yes. But if you had to power rank them, oh, yeah. New Orleans is probably the, be- I mean, the best of the three. Then Tampa and Atlanta's way down there, but yet somehow they're seven and nine and still have a chance to win the damn division. That's how bad the Saints and Bucs are.
3: Eight and nine and you host a playoff game and flip a coin on, on which crappy quarterback. Come on, son. Dude, i I'd
2: love it. Look, I, I don't know I them feel off bad.
3: I feel bad for every offensive player on that team.
2: I don't know them off the top of my head, okay? But I can't think of another easier road game in the NFL playoffs in recent memory than if you if you if you get a draw of going to Atlanta. No. No. And who would that be? That would be the. So it would they, be
3: the it fi- It'd be Philly or Dallas. It'd be Philly or Dallas. Whoever ends up being the five spot. So more than likely, it's going to be Philadelphia. And I know Philadelphia has problems, but you know, oh if my it, God. as limping into the postseason, and you're like, oh, and Philadelphia gets to go on the road and play Atlanta in that hostile environment. Like if if that Who's doesn't their quarterback is it? Is, are they back to Ritter? They keep going back and forth because he's terrible. They're both terrible. You got the Heineken man or Ritter? You know, I. Maybe next year it might be Justin Fields. And yet that team's going to make the postseason, which is, again, goes back to my theory of I understand that more football is always better, but do we really need do we really need an extra spot? Although that's not a wild card team. That's actually the division champion.
2: so the Vikings are playing the Lions. This is in Detroit. Now, Detroit, like I said, is still vying for the two spot in yes. the NFC. And the Vikings are another one of those teams that, can't they have to win yes in order to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh they've got to root for the Packers to lose. The Packers are hosting the Bears and the Packers are in the playoffs if they beat Chicago.
3: Yeah, they need Minnesota needs to win and they need Green Bay to lose and they need a Seattle loss. They Minnesota needs a lot of help. Minnesota needs a Minnesota's not making the postseason.
2: <laughs> yeah, Seattle has to win. They're at, they're at Arizona. Yeah. It's um, a whole it's a whole thing. Because they're actually clinging they're they're actually in Right now at eight and eight, yes. If the season ended today, yeah, so they actually have a wild card spot, but they're gonna have to surely they're gonna have to win at Arizona. They're not getting in, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Minnesota, the the scenarios for Seattle, I have all the scenarios, so this is Seattle scenario. Yeah, give me here. their scenarios. Uh, they need to win plus a Green Bay loss or tie plus a green. Okay, so they're out if Green Bay wins. Or they need a Seattle tie plus a Green Bay loss plus a Tampa Bay loss or tie.
2: Can you take the tie thing out of it, please? <laughs> okay. I don't. I hate it when they do. It's they're not going to tie.
3: Seattle needs to win and a Green Bay loss. How about yeah, that? So they That's,
2: need Green Bay to lose.
3: There's some other things, but yes, they need Seattle needs to win and Green Bay needs to lose. Okay. So and Seattle's
2: and, at Arizona. Did I say that? I think I did.
3: And Green Bay just needs to win. If Green yep, Bay wins, they just got to
2: beat Chicago.
3: Now, if you want something that like the most convoluted one is Minnesota. So Minnesota is seven to nine. Minnesota would need to win, and they need Green Bay to lose, and Seattle to lose, and Tampa Bay to lose.
2: Can I just tell you? Oh, sorry,
3: <laughs> misfire. <laughs> LA. Don't be angry with me. Um,
2: what was I going to tell you? Oh, I have this. Isn't this wild? This is the beauty of the NFL. So they give you a bunch of on DraftKings like you get some free bets. Sure. Because you no. you know, you you bet enough they give you some free. Okay, so I did four free bets on and I just did NFL futures because I thought it would be just, just be fun. I usually don't do futures, but I did division futures and playoff futures, okay? So I I picked four of them. Okay. Listen to the four that I picked, okay? Uh-huh. This is the this is why the NFL is so great. The first one was I picked Baltimore. You know Baltimore was plus money. Plus two thirty five to win their division. Really? Yeah. They Baltimore was kind of like.
3: Yeah, I remember at the start of the season yeah, we were talking about Browns. Like, kinda, we were talking about sleeper teams. Yeah, and everyone was like, "No one's paying attention to Baltimore," yep. and they're like, "I remember everyone saying that's a team that people should be paying attention to," yep. and no one did until the last handful of weeks when they're like, "Hey, by the way, that's the best team in football." So they won the division. We cashed that ticket. Here are the other three.
2: They're all in play this weekend. Okay. One is Miami to win the AFC East. They win, and and, and and that's yeah. It comes down to the final game. Yeah, they be, and that's in Miami, is it not? Yeah, it's in Miami. Yep. One is the Packers to make the playoffs. Again, they win. They win, and they're in. Yep. And the other one was the Saints to win the NFC South. How tasty is that? You're well I mean they're all three very, very uh, they're dicey well uh, but they're all three they but they're sh- close they're close yeah I could win
3: all I could win all four of those bets I could l- win only one of those bets. the only one that really I-, I think is a long I don't think Miami's beating Buffalo, but they beat
2: uh, the Buffalo beat him pretty bad the first time, right yeah see yeah, I but, feel like Miami's gonna have something for Buffalo but
3: no Chubb he's hurt you lost your two best pass rushers. I don't know what waddle status is he missed uh, last week yeah, there is no Chubb. Miami you lacks have a chub. Miami lacks a Chubb, and he's getting killed. And you know Tua, I guess his his arm's going to be healthier shoulder, but uh, they were losing by thirty whatever points, and in the last couple of minutes, they got Tua and uh, Bradley Chubb both hurt. That's not uh, doesn't look good for old uh, Mike McDaniel there down there in, in in Miami. And have you seen Miami's record against winning teams? I mean, it's dreadful. Yeah, it's not good. They're not just losing; they're getting their asses. Kicked. Well, they did beat
2: Dallas a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know. I just I, I always go back to the you know divisional games where the first meeting one team dominated. Mm-hmm. Watch out for that team that lost the first time, the second time. But now Buffalo's gotten it together. You're right. Miami's not in a very good place right now, but uh, it's you know remember they they choked away a pretty good start last year. Yep. So, uh, you're going to get the best in Miami. I still think Buffalo, I mean, they're favored for a reason. I was actually surprised when I saw the, when I saw everything that was on the line for that game, yeah. and then I looked at the spread, I'm like, whoa, they like Buffalo. But now I, I sort of get well, why Yeah,
3: They're damn lucky. One, but I, I think I'm going to be on Miami. Their O-line's beat up. Well,
2: actually, I already am on Miami, so I'm not, I don't I'm, need to bet it.
3: I'm taking Buffalo. Maybe so, I'll
2: take Buffalo on the money line, and that way I win either way.
3: There you go. Their O-line is beat up. Their two best pass rushers uh, are gone for the year. Um Waddle's banged up. Hill is, is back, but I don't think he's he's 100%. But look at Miami. It's a damn good thing that they beat Dallas. They had that, where they won by two points or whatever. Uh, this Let me just kind of go through their wins, Miami's. And this is why, Like, and people say this about Dallas too. A lot of people are, you know, oh, you're kind of frauds because you, you beat up on bad teams. But this is the Dolphins' wins. Chargers, Patriots, Broncos. Giants, Panthers, Patriots. Raiders, Jets, Commanders. Jets, cowboys that cow that's the only good win one they had the and-, and then their losses <clears throat> buffalo drilled them 48 to 20 the eagles bitch slapped them 31 17 the chiefs beat them 21 14 and the- they lost to the titans which is horrible they lost by one and then they got absolutely uh depanced by baltimore 56 19 so look Miami is 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 an eleven win team, you know, with the chance of being a twelve win team. But boy, I'll tell you what—if they w- it, that is, I have as little faith in an eleven well, or a twelve win team in the Dolphins in the postseason as, as I've ever had.
2: Yeah, the only the only thing I could say about that is I feel like the reason they're relevant and good is because of coaching. And when you watch that offense, it is really tough. Yeah, and the other on the other side of the ball, they have Vic Fangio. Who is a freaking defensive king? So I get what you're saying about Miami, and I think the proof is in the pudding. Like, I mean, they They haven't beat good
3: teams. Well, they did. Haven't really been competitive. They just beat Dallas. Dallas, Dallas.
2: and so, but we will. uh, But I get it. I mean, it's it's pretty clear. Um, At the same time, I McDaniel in that offense plus Vic Fangio. That's why they're relevant now, and that's why I think you better not overlook them. I, I get it when they meet up with. Well, who would be their first round matchup if they let's say they win, they win the division. Who are they getting? Oh, look and see who are they getting.
3: Uh, Kansas let, City. Let me look and see who they would get because that's interesting. Yeah, because it's it's not all. Um, it's not all situated right now. Obviously, there's some movement, but I'd have to look. that I don't
2: up. know. I'm just saying I, I have faith in. Their scheme and their coaches, they're going to be tough. But yeah. there's a difference between being tough and actually, you know, closing it out and getting to the Super Bowl.
3: They would play. Oh uh, gosh, because if so, if they win, if if Miami wins and they win their division, they would be locked they'd into be the two. They'd be into the two. So you would probably get at that point, Cleveland.
2: Would Cleveland's be, the five. Yeah, Cleveland right. would be the five. Yeah
3: because Buffalo would Ooh. fall out, yeah, it'd be Cleveland. That's tough. Yeah. That's a tough matchup. By the way, on the opposite end of that, I mentioned kind of frauds in Miami. You look at ja- or at, uh, at at the Ravens. These are the pl- look at the playoff teams that Baltimore has played this year. So we think Houston's going to be a playoff team, right? 25 to 9. Uh Cleveland, playoff team, 28 to 3. Uh, the Lions playoff team 38 to 6. Seattle potentially a playoff team 37 to 3. Uh, do, 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 Who else we got? Jacksonville playoff team more than likely 23 to 7. Uh, The 49ers 32 to 19. The Dolphins 56 to 19. They're not just beating playoff teams, they are alley whipping playoff teams.
2: Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. That's a bad team right there.
3: And then you just go back to that weird Steeler. They lost to the Colts and the Steelers. And by bad, I mean good.
2: <laughs> yeah. How did? The, well, the Steelers. You know, it's kind of a rivalry game. Yeah,
3: but that's let's we'll just say kind of head scratchers. Like it's really? going to
2: be so fun. I, I, week eighteen. There's a lot to not watch, but there's also a lot to watch, and then the playoffs. Inject it straight into my veins. I cannot wait. I yeah. absolutely love it. It's going to be so awesome.
3: Because you can, I can sit here and talk all I want about Miami being frauds and they're beat up and That's there's injuries. Right. But again, you go into any given Sunday and someone has a wonky game, and you know we're uh, always surprised. Always surprised. Very rarely does it end up just being chalk and a, and a cakewalk. Like I look at at at, at Baltimore right now and. And I get it. There, There's no reason to think that anyone beats the Baltimore Ravens in the postseason. They just look like destroyers of men. And yet, how many times do we see that? And they come up short. When you think it's... they're in
2: the Super Bowl? I do.
3: I do. <laughs> well, I mean, look, the only reason to say that Baltimore doesn't make the Super Bowl is simply because, like, w- when there's an overwhelming favorite, funky things can happen. But I just—when w- you look through the rest of the AFC— and and you look at what Jacksonville or God, I keep saying Jacksonville. What Baltimore is bringing on the defensive side and then Lamar uh playing at an MVP level and they c- continue to find a run game even with the, all the injuries they faced. I just find me what weakness does Baltimore have and who's going to expose it? Who's another yeah. AFC team that you think looks complete, I guess, and looks
2: scary? I guess the only thing is when we've seen Lamar Jackson and his playoff record is playoffs, atrocious. He's not been good at all.
3: Have you seen his playoff numbers? They're yeah dreadful that's what
2: i'm saying i i I feel like you know i don't know what that means or why that is but teams you know like he he does have those types of performances not just not great performances but really bad ones yeah
3: and so if he does that changes everything i just look at you know they always say like getting hot right playing your way into the postseason miami so baltimore's obviously on a Absolute role. Miami's limping in. Kansas City's limping in. Jacksonville's limping in. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the one team that's that's peaking is the freaking Cleveland Browns and Joe Flacco, of all people. Like, what? Yeah, they look great. Oh, you know, it's like, you know, right. they, everyone else in the AFC is literally limping in on one leg. Meanwhile, but like, wait. like, Baltimore's just cruising. Couldn't
2: Jacksonville or Kansas City, couldn't they get hot? Well, I guess it wouldn't. Kansas City can't get hot this week because... They're not playing for anything, so yeah. they're arresting everybody. Yeah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville could find yeah. something this week. Yeah, Kirk's coming back, yeah. and then you they get you get a little selfie. confidence, and you yeah. go into the playoff. That's a that's a dangerous team. Possible. Their defense hasn't been very good. They, you
3: know, it was a again, team. It's a team hot. that we thought more of. Yeah, getting hot. Like I would say that Cleveland, because I love that defense, but. You're telling me that Joe Flacco is gonna get hot and go win Dude, some road playoff games. Get out of here. I might have to root for that. Get out of here, Joe Flacco. I love Joe Flacco. <laughs> I want to see Houston. That's my team. If I if I could see a team that gets hot and and, and makes a run, gets to a, a a a title game, like an AFC title game, I, I I would think it'd be kind of fun to see the Houston. I like Texans Ryan's do that.
2: D'Amico Ryans. Yeah.
3: Good hire. CJ Stroud and those young receivers, but I just think Baltimore right now looks like Darth Vader there going all in the black unis. Just terrifying people beating the hell out of uh, everybody. The
2: road runs through Brandon Staley. Oh, wait. (laughs) Uh, All right. The Rogers Kimmel beef explained. Here's uh, Jordan with uh, with Short Center. Schultz Center. How about that? New term. Yeah, Schultz Center. Okay, picture this.
0: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it.
3: Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy,
0: the tough labor. You are a fighter.
3: And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fans. All right, I've got some audio here for you.
2: Uh, this is, uh, once again, audio of Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee's show.
3: Yeah, Pat's already had to have the apology.
2: <laughs> well, this well, is complicated because Jimmy Kimmel uh, is on ABC, Disney-owned. And he's Disney going to sue him. <laughs> and Pat McAfee is on ESPN, yeah. Disney-owned. Yes. So what happened is, well, look, for I don't know. Pat McAfee's show, I'm sure it's good. He seems sharp, and he seems very entertaining. I really like him on game day, mm-hmm. but I don't have any interest in watching his show. I just know that whatever he pays Aaron Rodgers isn't enough because I feel like it's every week Rodgers goes on there and says something yeah. that makes the headlines yeah. and puts Pat McAfee in the headlines. Yeah. So you know McAfee loves this, even though even if he had to issue some stupid apology. So Rodgers was on... McAfee show, and I guess this goes way back. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel has taken shots at Aaron Rodgers before. Um, I mean, (laughs) from my perspective, Aaron Rodgers is high-profile enough and has said enough weird crap that, yes, a late-night talk show host is going to crack a few jokes about the things that you have said. Yes. And so that did not sit well with Aaron Rodgers. And so now Rodgers uh, went on... uh, mcafee today and said this
4: bring it up bring it up foxy or somebody back seats there. on it you have super bowl 58 you'll see the it the emblem put it on the screen and then bring up 57 and 56 this
0: has something to do with the epstein list that came out feels like
4: feels <laughs> That's like. supposed to be coming out soon that's supposed to be coming out soon. look at this guy has been There's waiting in his wine people. cellar
1: yeah.
0: i've been waiting in my I, wine I, cellar I, for this I, thing I,
1: a lot of people including
3: jimmy kimmel are really hoping that doesn't <laughs> do <I> believe. Believe. <laughs> all right
0: all right obviously a clip from this particular program was run on jimmy kimmel show uh whenever aaron brought up the the list and then Jimmy mocked him for it, mm-hmm. Aaron has not forgotten about that. But here we are, sitting right in front of that nice bottle of scotch. Mm-hmm.
4: What do you say? I'm waiting to celebrate something. Oh, yeah. yeah something <laughs> He's awesome. been waiting That's for That's the it. one. <laughs> been waiting. Hey, I'll tell you what, if that list comes out, I definitely will be popping, popping some sort of bottle.
2: <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, the list, uh, by the way, because if, if you don't know, the Jeffrey Epstein uh, manifest— well, the the it was in court, and, the, and a judge said that there's no reason to keep it private, yeah. and so the they were thinking that beginning today, some names uh, affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein would be coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, there's headlines all over the place saying that it's starting, but you, you,
4: I haven't seen. You can't name.
2: find any yeah. names, so I don't know. Uh, this is a weird one because Kimmel, who is I, I don't think is thin-skinned, like Jimmy Kimmel, is a good comedian. He gets it. He plays the game. This did not sit well with him. No. So he He came out. He came out
3: and said, for the record, I have not met, flown, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any quote list. Other than the clearly phony nonsense, the soft brain wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Uh, He said, your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up and we will debate the facts further in court. Yikes. And then McAfee came out Yikes. and apologized. Hell. Uh, he said that uh, the remarks were meant to be an S talk joke that turned into a very serious allegation. He said he understands why Kimmel got upset. He said, we apologize for being a part of it. He said, I can't wait to hear what Aaron has to say about it. Hopefully those two would just be able to settle this, not court wise, but be able to chit chat and move along. Um, yeah, he, he he basically said that that's that that crossed a line. And, well, it did. Well, look, when uh, you, you start you when, when you start talking about <laughs> putting someone's name to arguably the, uh, let, let's go over the last 10 years, quite possibly the most, um I don't know, scrutinized evil human being on the planet running a child sex slave ring. Yeah, I can understand why someone would be pretty upset about having their name attached to it. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers should be real careful about throwing something like that out there.
2: Yeah, he, I mean, he was, I, I believe... That he was joking. I hope so. Um, but
3: that's a tough one to joke about.
2: You can't, you just, that's a, a serious allegation. So yep. you, you got to be careful with that. And he he probably knows that. I just don't understand why Rodgers continues to, I don't know. I get why he goes on there. He gets paid. Yeah. But, and he's buddies with McVeigh or whatever. But God, this, he cannot get out of He can't
3: shut up. Like, nah. what is his deal? Well, I think he is. Have you ever, have you ever met someone like Aaron Rodgers? I, can't I this is where yeah, no, I don't is, know. This is where I'm gonna go down. And I know I, and you. I, <laughs> you know me. And I'm not trying to say that Aaron Rodgers is a dumb guy. I'm not trying to say that he's he's uninformed, any of that. But Aaron Rodgers is really successful, and he's a highly educated guy, and he, he seems like a fairly sharp guy. And I've encountered people throughout my life that that they get a little success. Well, actually, in this case, they get a lot of success, and they are smart individuals. And they kind of go down these these uh rabbit holes if you will and it kind of turns into i'm so successful and i'm so smart that they think that the rest of the world is full of ill-informed idiots and it almost becomes this level of disgust with the i don't know just the the the, the troughs of of cows that are just you know <laughs> cruising along and and they just they they find the whole thing ridiculous and they become some of these people that everything about society from going to work and trusting, you know, the medical doctors and everything that we're being fed is all a load of crap and they're so smart and they're so rich and they're so successful that they are that they look down on the unwashed masses and I'm telling you I've encountered these people and it's really hard to tell them that they are out kind of in in left field because they're so successful but it's weird because everything turns into a conspiracy the you know the the government's a conspiracy medicine's a conspiracy schools are a conspiracy everything everything turns into you're being lied to and you're so dumb and you can't see it if only you were like me and it can be exhausting and and god forbid they're actually right about one thing holy cow buckle up because if you're right about one thing then you're right about everything
2: he's exhausting
3: he is he's exhausting
2: and i don't even know the guy yes it's just constant In and order- then just to be thin-skinned about a so thin-skinned about a late night comedian cracking a joke about something you said yeah it's like well it's like it, it, this
3: guy's insufferable rogers well it's the same thing like like he he was talking the other day. I saw a clip where he's talking about like ayahuasca, and again, I, I got yeah. no issue. I wouldn't mind trying ayahuasca. I've done the 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 you know the, the large doses of mushrooms, and you know I think there's some real therapeutic uh, elements to that. But he's one of these guys where like if you're not willing to take ayahuasca and you're not doing ayahuasca, you're a moron and you're missing out because you've been lied to by society. It's like. I, like ayahuasca is not the the, the 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 problem solver of all the world's issues. But it's like they go down that road where what they do is the only way. And if you're not doing what they're doing, then you're just a moron that's been brainwashed and that is exhausting. That guy is absolutely exhausting because all the 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 crap that he thinks that everyone's falling into, it's just as exhausting listening to his version. Of if you're not doing this, then then you're the moron. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot to handle. And if you ever encounter that male or female. Just buckle up because get ready for an exhausting conversation.
1: I've heard a lot of people describing Aaron Rodgers as somebody that, you know, we as the American public, well, I guess the world, but we all like rich people. But we like to confuse rich with smart. And yes. for some reason, we give rich people the platform, kind of like you said, Suk. And if you're rich, that equals smart in a lot of people's minds.
3: Yeah, it's like you, you you meet this guy and it's like, hey, um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I need to have knee surgery. No, 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 no. You don't need knee surgery. You need to go and do this experimental treatment down in Costa Rica. You're like, well, that, yeah, but I'm just gonna get. No, 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 no. You're being lied to. No, no. Dude, they just want to butcher you. They just want to butcher you. Hey, I got cancer, so I got to go in for chemo. No, 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 no. You don't. Ah, my kid's gonna graduate high school. You're sending your kid to high school, you moron. You're like, i I got a little investment going on. But no, 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 no. Put all your money into crypto because the whole system is, you know, it's that guy. No matter what you're doing, no matter what choice you make on on from a medical, from a child-rearing standpoint, from a financial standpoint, you're a dumbass. And let this guy tell you how the real way to go about doing things that no one really knows but him. He's got the secret to all of that. Eh, I'm gonna go grab a burger. Not with that beef, you're not. Let me tell you, the only beef that I'll eat is this that's raised in this, you know. It's just it's it's an exhausting well, way to live.
2: You can be you can be delusional whether you're rich or poor. That that much we know. <laughs> and that the whole McAfee thing, man, that guy is getting so much traction off of things Rogers says on his show. That's the best money he he's should ever should Double spent. his payment. Yes. And I think McAfee came out and said, because there was this big thing that they were trying to like, ah, gotcha, Pat McAfee, you pay Nick Saban and Aaron Rodgers to be on your show. And he's like, yeah, I'd pay them. It's content. <laughs> I'm like That's fine. You, we pay, we've pay, we paid guests in the past. Yeah. Uh, if they're really good guests and you can afford it, uh, there's there should be nothing wrong with that. I don't know why they tried to make that out as like, oh, some I, cause, big conspiracy. Because I thing. think
3: it was kind of viewed as that they were buddies <laughs> and that's why he came on.
2: Well, they kind of are. Yeah. But that doesn't but, mean he still can't pay them yes. for their time. <laughs> I mean, he, and McAfee came out and said, uh, I think he said, he goes, dude, I just stroke him a check. Like I think he said he paid four hundred and fifty thousand
3: dollars to one of them. Well, I think I think Rogers is like a million or a million and a half bucks that he pays him to come on every week.
2: But now they're saying that's a contract. Like they have he, Rogers'
3: attorneys yeah.
2: are involved in that and yeah. they made a contract. Yeah. McAfee was was basically saying before all this came out. That hey, I just stroke him a check. I'm like, hey, thanks, buddy. Here, um, sort of insinuating because McAfee's got a lot of dough. Yes. Uh, sort of insinuating that he just pays him on his own, and it's like, ah, thanks as a thank you, a one time. Hey, yeah. how's your father? You know.
3: Yeah. This is like be- this yeah, now, now a they're,
2: it's coming out now that Rogers and McAfee show yeah. have a contract in place and so that's where it gets hairy because Kimmel is at ABC yeah. and Rogers is not an ESPN employee but he's on an ESPN
1: show
3: they're saying now officially it's between one and $1. 1.5 million dollars a year that he gets paid to go on Pat McAfee's show and I'm guessing that that is worth every, every single because that's penny. all the only time you ever hear about Pat McAfee is when Rogers is on his damn show yeah or when McAfee's doing something on game day and you know he he had the the one where he uh he stopped Reese Davis in the middle of a read about. Uh, Jalen Milrose shirt (laughs) stopped him in the middle of a read and it was it was a pretty funny moment Uh,
2: like I said I think McAfee's really talented he he seems really good and knows his stuff he
3: is amazing about but the best at the same time he goes viral
2: yeah, he goes well, and yeah, and a lot of that's by design. But at the same time, I have no desire to listen to a show or watch a show. It's weird. I Is his show
3: good? Uh, I only see clips of it. I've never actually listened. Like he had Brock Lesnar on once, and I listened yeah. to that. Uh, I have listened to Samir Rogers. I listened. If he has a guest that I want to listen to, I will listen to that particular segment. But I don't listen to the the bulk of the Pat McAfee show. But I, I think just McAfee, he he creates in today's world, in order to be one of the, the high-paid guys, you need moments. You need to go viral. And no one in sports goes viral more than Pat McAfee. Did you ever hear when he made his Georgia versus Alabama pick? no schultzy will you please go are we up against the the club here yes well, and actually
1: we still have one we have more break another break okay. yeah.
3: you're doing well, it again when we come back pull the Son clip he was on college game day and it was bama georgia in the sec title game and they were pro georgia crowd and he made the greatest pick the in, in in the history of that silly show it was an unbelievable troll and it went viral and you will see like anyone that doesn't like pat mcafee i understand but this is why espn pays him a lot of money for moments like this all right
2: final segment next 555 on the fan
4: we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I hit the wrong button. Are
1: you kidding
2: me? me? Hello? Is this on? What? Hi, Mom. Uh, Are we... Should we go or...? Jolts I think Jordan's on drugs. Yeah,
3: are we okay? Are you are you all right, Chelsea?
1: I thought I put your clip in, which I was trying to get yeah, going. Yeah. And uh no. it, it brought something else up in the system. Oh. So.
3: so do we or do we not have said clip? No. Okay. No. Well strong no. Thank you. <laughs> no, we have it. Was
2: there a rejoinder there or did I miss it? We there. missed that too. Boy, yeah, what I, a that was I was just trying to get us back in. What was a disaster. disaster. It's it's, it's hey, a hell but we're a, back. It's a hell of a ride. Yeah. So we do have the audio. I'll, I will play it for you. Okay, okay, so we're talking about Pat McAfee.
3: Yes, um, <laughs> just, again, who's had to apologize for Aaron Rodgers again? Yeah,
2: but he doesn't care. He's getting all kinds of headlines. Yeah. Um,
3: well, again, he he made headlines uh, the just this last weekend because again he stopped Reese Davis in the middle of a a read about yeah. Jalen Milrow because <laughs> he thought that Reese Davis was getting ready to drop well, an end bomb.
2: Yeah, that whole thing was and not, and okay, so that's misleading <laughs> because it sounds like Reese Davis. <laughs> Is like racist and McAfee knew it and he was going to no, stop. it. No, no, it it was the shirt that Jalen Milrow was wearing. Jalen
3: Milrow has a, a a company, like a, a, his own apparel company, and it's called uh, Lank. Lank. And 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 Reese Davis was doing a read, and he said that it it's an acronym for let uh, every no, it's or let all naysayers
2: let a naysayer know. Yeah, but that's not what it means. It's let a mm, no. <laughs> But McAfee thought Reese didn't know that and was just going to say that.
3: So he just stops him in the middle of the reading and is like, that's what it means? He's like, no one thought that's what it means. And by the way, that's not what it means. It means, yeah. let a no know.
2: Right. Okay, so anyway, that... That happened with McAfee. And but, he went
3: viral again. And he's
2: great. He, I think he's really good on college game day. That's yeah, he's where I get great. Pat. I, ESPN really needed a guy like him that's just a little loose, a little more loose, a little more fun, still knows his stuff, but yeah. is entertaining. Yeah. And I just, I think he's he's a very talented guy.
3: Yes. So this was from the SEC title game. They were on there, and they were making their picks. And this is the beauty of Pat McAfee. No offense to Lee Corso, who, by the way, he's coming back next year. He officially announced. Lee Corso is gonna be back on College Game Day. And You're kidding me. No, nope, he's back. And this was this is what Pat McAfee has brought to College Game Day. So they're they're there in front of all the Georgia and, and Alabama fans and they're making their picks. And instead of saying, I like Bama, I like Georgia, this is what Pat McAfee did on that broadcast. It's what's that coming down the track. <laughs> it's me, machine in the red and black. He smiles. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Give me Alabama to break home. <laughs> <laughs> and then he drops a roll tie. The place goes nuts. Kurt Herbstree gets out of his chair and starts running around and hugging him. Chaos ensues. Yeah, Absolute chaos. And that's what Pat McAfee brings to that show as opposed to Lee Corso, which I, I don't Not know. So I don't know what to tell you. Well, you know, the
2: worst guy on there is Desmond Howard. Yeah, he's brutal.
3: God, I'm not saying
2: bad. bad. He knows what he's doing and talking about. It's just boring. Yeah.
3: So I just, I love it. To work a crowd into that kind of frenzy. And by the way, like no one knew, like, you could tell everyone on the stage, like all the other pundits were like, what is he doing right now? And the look on his face, the little smile when he's getting ready to drop, drop an Alabama Roll Tide. It's just it's it's brilliant work. It's brilliant. I don't know
2: why I didn't think of this, but texter, uh, text Bravo here, uh, Lee Corpso.
3: Yeah, am I right? Yep. He's <laughs> Lee. Lee came out and made a statement saying that he is going to. <laughs> they're going to have to drag him off the set. Oh, literally. That's what I
2: I've been saying for years. They should have dragged him off a long time ago. Yep.
3: He said that he will keep coming back until they God, they, it's so they force him off. And so it's, bad. All
2: right. Viral video talk. Ian Zeering takes on a. <laughs>
3: Outlaw-moped outlaw-moped
2: gang. gang, I guess. I don't know. It's really weird. Uh, we'll talk about that to kick off the club next on The Fan.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
4: HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,